Check, 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 check. Oh, I hear me now. And I like it. I feel really short. I couldn't get the chair to go up any higher. Is there another one? There's that one, but I don't like it. It's weird. What's wrong with that chair? I don't know. It's uh, The ergonomic design isn't good enough. It looks like a monster. Well, one day we'll talk about ergonomic chairs. Ooh, should I write that down? (laughs) So doing this show, you're going to introduce. You're going to be the lead. Yes. I'm going to be the passive voice. This is going to be revolutionary. And I've never done it. So I don't feel great about it. I don't feel confident. Maybe I need to feign confidence and then it will just come. I feel great about it because it's going to bring such praise onto me. (laughs) That guy doesn't even care. There's like no power struggle there. He's letting the female take the lead. Wow. (gasps) It looks good. Like optics looks good. Yeah. Wow. He's so so brave. (laughs) He let the woman take over the show. Wow. I patted myself on the back this morning when I was putting on my pants. It's quite the feat because I was doing the two things at the same time. But uh, I did think to myself, I was like, I really don't even care. I really, it doesn't even bother me in the least if Autumn is the lead. Like, that means I'm a good person. See, but isn't that a problem really in itself that you are considering me normally a woman wouldn't? I, I should no, feel. No, that's, that's not what's happening. I'm considering what other people are thinking, which it's, it's a whole other problem. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a whole other problem. Because that reminds me of... When every once in a while I'm like speaking to a black person and we're getting along and they're super normal and I'm super normal. And I'm thinking, wow, look at us, a white person and a black person getting along. Aren't we special? No, we're not special. It turns out that there's a lot of normal people. But a long time ago, I guess, I don't know, when I was younger, I would never have thought about that. I would never have thought about their race, my race. It was just me having a conversation with someone. And now it's like, wow. But why is that? That's not because of you, because now you're thinking about what other people would be thinking in that such a situation. I feel like um, today, 2018, that it's become so divisive, right? That it's supposed to be like, in reality, you know, white people aren't going to include you. They don't really, they're not really. A or friend. you need to prove that or you're vice not. Or vice versa. Yeah, you need exactly. To prove that you're not racist. Like, look at me, everyone, look at me. I'm talking to a black person. Right. Hey, look at me. Yeah. Anyway, you're taking the lead and you need to introduce the show that doesn't have a name at this point. Okay. Welcome to our show. This is the first episode. I would say it's sort of like the, um, the beta episode because it's really just an introduction on what, of who we are, what we're doing, why we're doing it, and the fact that we don't have, uh, a name or intro music planned out yet, but we will. <laughs> I have a name that I really like. Sorry, I'm leaving you hanging. I was, I was, you said who we are, what we're doing, why we're doing it. And I was going to get the other W's in there, like where we're doing uh, it. Where we're doing it, uh, how, uh, when. <laughs> um, I really like the name. Studio WTF, because on our other show, The Von Hessler Doctrine, we both have segments. Mine is WTF, and yours is from Studio B1. Yes. I, okay, here's the thing. So I, so I like it on its own. I think Studio WTF is kind of interesting name. And then also it ties back to our roots. It's time for us to spread our wings and fly. We're okay. still tied to that show. We still enjoy doing the other show. But this is the moment where we can break away a little bit 
and do a different show. Okay. Which which leads to the next thing here is what are we going to do with our show? Because with the podcast when it first started on Eric's show, it was just us in a basement mm-hmm. and talking about whatever and wherever we go. Start a topic, it goes on a tangent, follow it, fine. And I love that. I love that. Yes, I do too. But what the hell does it matter if we do that? It's the same show without Eric. And we do that a little bit on our podcast 30 for The Doctrine. And I think that people get upset that we never finish <laughs> something that we've started sometimes. So, so what we're going to do, this is the idea, is each show is only one topic. Right. It could be any topic. Right. This first topic will be podcast. Why are we even doing a podcast? Yes. Which I don't know if we should be doing, but we'll get into that. Just because I have self-doubt. Yeah. <laughs> like I've subconsciously been avoiding this. Right, so. which made me feel like you didn't care about doing it. But in the future, we could talk about, you have a notebook. You've I have been a notebook. Notes. I have a special notebook dedicated for the show. It's beautiful. I've written down many pages of topics such as. Well, let's let's set this up. Okay. Autumn. See, I'm bad at this. You're already doing it. Well. <laughs> I'm so bad at You're not bad. You're not bad. I just want to set this up because it's funny. You went out alone last night. Yes. And you're not even drinking. Nope, I'm not alcohol. drinking. The alcohol. I drank a cherry Coke. So you ordered a cherry Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. Was it a bar or a restaurant? It was a bar. You went to the bar. I felt bad. <laughs> and you sat there with your notebook mm-hmm. writing ideas for the show that you thought I didn't want to do. Yes, I did. I thought I was trying to come up with uh, some names of the show. That's a sad existence. And but I was uh, writing. I'm going to continue past <laughs> that. I'm going to. I was writing. It's actually not. It's no. It's. I think it's a better existence. You're trying to be productive than the person who goes and drinks and gets drunk alone at the bar. Yeah, I heard some really funny conversations because I was sitting outside. So, you know, a couple like a couple would come out and they would smoke, and I would sort of eavesdrop on what they were talking about. Like, she called her mom. Is she's her mom's been a lot better since she got that boyfriend. Yeah, <laughs> that was fun. Did you put that in the notebook? conversations that people have at bars that are stupid adults who have boyfriends yeah (laughs) see we're already talking about so many different things but it all falls into this umbrella statement of what this podcast is about this pod this particular podcast today this episode is not going to be super the only focus of this one is talking about our Us. us our podcast which will be many topics every ep i mean one topic every episode so we're going to talk about maybe what those topics might be or why we're doing that see this is my problem with this podcast when i said we're going to be talking about us who the hell do we think we are <laughs> I, th- I i was lying in bed and i haven't been avoiding doing this i really haven't but i was lying in bed you and kind I was of thinking, have been avoiding it subconsciously i probably have but it has nothing to do with you or not wanting to do the show mm-hmm. it's just complete self-doubt because like what do i have to say it's so different or special i can't even complete thoughts on my own when I'm at home I'm gonna boil some eggs you set the water it gets boiling and I forget I forget that it's boiling once it boiled out the water boiled out so it's like I can't even pay it I'm gonna go on and talk to people it's like listen to me Hmm. a non-authority some guy who just thinks he's qualified for this well I think we should do it because on the show on the doctrine we are the ones I think that don't get our opinions out as well or as easily as Tim or, of course, Eric. That's because you're a woman. I know. You Isn't that funny? Not allowed to have. <laughs> Isn't that opinions. funny that joke that they that we do about me being a woman? La, 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 it's so funny. <laughs> See, <laughs> that's cathartic. It's like the show is also going to 
uh, serve as some catharsis. Sure. You can rail against the fact that you're shut down for being a woman. It's a funny joke. Yep. It was funny. Was it? Was it ever funny? I mean, it was like, all right, let's explore that. It's social commentary. You make yes. the comment. Yes. And then, okay, good. It's, it's always interrupted. Like the beginning of what I'm saying is interrupted and then Eric will be joke about me how would I know or what am I talking about because I'm a woman or I would only know that because I'm a woman and then ha 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 just kidding continue and I'm like oh okay um oh and I'd have to I have to connect the thing oh let's complain for just a second on the show when (laughs) okay (laughs) maybe we shouldn't complain you can complain in this show this is why I don't like the name and hold your thought because I do want to know what you want to complain about but this is why I'm railing against Studio WTF, uh-huh. which are segments, because I don't want this show to be a supplementary show to the other show. I want this show to stand on its own. And so this first one, people know us. Obviously, the people are going to be listening to us or people listen to yeah to the other show. But I would like to separate it. Um, so get your bitching out now. <laughs> I kind of forgot what it uh, was. I told you to remember that. <laughs> and that's going to drive me crazy. I'll remember it. What does he do that we hate? <laughs> what is it? It's uh. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. We'll have to go back. I'll remember it later. You should have written it down in your notebook. Oh, my notebook. So. So what's the name of our show? I don't know. We'll figure that out. We'll just... Okay, let's talk about how um, when I went out alone last night, I went out alone because Greg decided to fill our empty Friday whole day with activities. Seeing people, having times with friends. Yeah, Being okay. a good friend to other people, but not me. So we're both in Atlanta right now. And there's an opportunity to knock out this first episode. And I filled my time. Because personal relationships with people that I don't see that often. A friend I haven't seen in over a year and a friend whose birthday it was. I was like, I, you know, I talked to Autumn quite often. And I want to do this show. But we can do that show. So I'm going to go see these people. And I, I'm not going to say that there isn't part of me that... As I expressed the doubt mm-hmm. for doing this podcast, like, is this really? And then I guess anyone going to listen to it? Probably not, but that's fine. I'm not going to listen to it either. We'll record these things and just put them out there, and that'll be the end of it. I'll never track numbers. I assume you will, and I don't sure. want. I don't want to know what they're looking like. So that's fine. But yes, we'll, if we settle into a groove, I'll feel better about it. Usually once we start doing these things, I feel better about it. It's just the idea going in. Mm-hmm. It's like the, you know, anytime I do anything, it's going to be public. I'm just sick for days. Well, none of that was communicated with me. We both did a lot of assuming. So to me, I'm excited to come down. I'm here for the Christmas show. We recorded that Thursday. And then Friday, we weren't working. So we had all day. And I assumed that you would also be excited to get sort of our podcast going. We have a whole Saturday, I mean, a whole Friday to do whatever we needed to do. I brought a board, a mini board. I brought a microphone. I brought my laptop. I brought cords <laughs> to try and make it happen. I brought my, like, a, I brought two microphones. Anyway, uh, and so I was thinking that you would have also thought about that Saturday. I'm, Saturday, Friday, all day, having this free time to dedicate to what's the title of our show? 
what are we going to talk about? And so all day I'm waiting and thinking, okay, well, that lunch, he's got a lunch and then he has dinner. Okay, so what time's dinner going to end? I guess like into the evening, but not too late. And then and then he texts me. So I'm like milling around, deciding what I'm going to do. Should I really get into like the texting back and forth too? You can talk about whatever you like. Okay, so uh, he, I'm thinking, well, maybe I'll go see this movie at midnight. The Rocky Horror Picture Show. The Rocky show. Horror Picture Show. At the Plaza. At the Plaza. And Greg's still at this dinner. He's saying to come out, and so I'm deciding whether I will. You were and slow. I, I said, was slow. I said come out, and then two and a half hours later, it's like, I'm, gonna, I'm on my way. It's like, yeah, we're leaving. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, Ugh! So then I just got out of the hotel, and I walked a really, like, kind of, like a mile or two, a mile and a half down the road, and then I to clear your head, to clear my head. And you and went I, out into the chill Atlanta night. Yes, in the dangerous streets. Yeah, in the darkness. Which, and, by the way, right on that street in front of the Highland Inn once. Yeah. Uh, after that uh, David Byrne show, yeah, when we were at that bar in the Highlands, and I said I'm going to sleep. There was just a man in a hospital gown, just wandering, and he just <gasps> stared at me from a block and a half away. No. Yeah, and I, I just. That was, it was creepy. That was, that, I've never really been creeped out on the streets. Like, I just stared at me the whole time Ooh. as I w- approached him. He just, he, he was in the hospital. He had the bands on his arms. Wow. So I don't know what his deal was. He was a zombie. That, he did look like a zombie. And I thought it was the one time that I may be attacked. Right. <laughs> this is it. Anyway, so you went out. So yeah, I went out and I was frustrated. I called Travis. <laughs> I complained. Um, what advice did Travis give you? Well, he, First, was, well, first, what did you say? You just complained. I know you complain about. I said, Ugh, I'm a little annoyed. This lack of presence that you yes. felt from me. Yeah. I told him I'm a little annoyed. You know, I thought that we would. He's like, you still haven't recorded it? <laughs> no. He's out at this dinner. He's there forever. He texted me he could be back by 1155 to go to the movie. And I was like, are you going to be out that late? Forget it. You know, so then um, I just resigned myself to think, well, if he doesn't want to really commit. And like, what if this is a sign, like a, a sign of things to come that, you know, okay, uh, we're going to record every Wednesday and we're going to do our thing. And then, and then a lot of, well, Greg's not answering or he's made other plans. And so I decided to, okay, let's move on. Like, it's still our show, <clears throat> but let's not put like Greg's name in it so that it doesn't have to be. Uh, you're already planning. So, so it doesn't have to be us. Is it, what do you mean? Don't put my name in it. So if if we start so doing this and flake, I bail, yeah. you can just fill in with someone else. Not, not, I wouldn't necessarily fill in with someone else, but I would try to not with someone steady. Maybe I would have like different people or something. I don't know, but I decided to, like I wanted to play it safe. So like my first suggestion, <laughs> my first title that I wrote down was, but listen, this is all just brainstorming, right? So I would like to say I like that you have a notebook. I do. I enjoy this. Oh, good. Okay. You take a book around and you take notes. I do love a notebook. I love writing things down in in real life. Like I don't like a computer where you're like taking notes. No, I agree. It reminds me of days of when I cared. I used to carry a little (laughs) notebook around in my back pocket. You should do it now so that we can, so you can write down funny things that you think about on the train or something. If I get inspired, I will. Okay. Well, get inspired. I'm trying to get inspired. Okay, good. So I wrote down one topic, which is not a great title, one topic with Greg and Autumn or Autumn Greg. <laughs> you could put your name first. Doesn't bother me. Um, I, I Okay. I keep interrupting you and it's I okay. apologize. It's all right. I know I told you that you could take the lead and I want you to take the lead, but I feel like for a little bit, 
I, because it, and I've already taken over and I'm steering this, I feel. It's all right. You have more experience okay. doing this. So I'm going to learn from you. So you'll just introduce and then, <laughs> and then you'll take over you'll be from the, there. You'll be the first voice that people hear. So, yes, we're, we're figuring out the structure of the show. So Autumn's going to open the show and then I'll take over. <laughs> just drive it and steer it. Your opinions are, you know, I'll stop. I'm not going to tell you what to think. I'm going to listen. 70 30. No, it's going to be 50 50. 60 60 40. <laughs> I mean, some days you may, may be 90 10, 90 you, sure. And 10 me. Sure, sure. So, okay. So, okay. this is the structure. No title at this point. You're running through the titles. It's All We've Got, which is another title I wrote down. These aren't great. What was the thinking behind It's All We've Got? Um, This is our only place where we can get out our opinions uninterrupted. Yeah, and we ties. like the name Uninterrupted, but there's a billion podcasts called Uninterrupted. Yeah, everything's called Uninterrupted. Yeah. Naming things is tough. It is. I, I threw some suggestions out weeks ago. And we forgot what they were. Yeah. I didn't write them. They're in text message logs. But. We talked about unpacking because we were going to unpack a topic. So I wrote down unpacking life, which I hated the part where it says life. So I just scratched that out and wrote unpacking. But then, oh, it's not great. What else do you have? Take on me. Take it on. <laughs> So I was would, thinking about his, the song. Would "Aha" uh-huh be our theme? Aha, uh-huh, yeah. It's a little cheerful. <laughs> you think it's too upbeat? Yeah. You're an upbeat person. That's true. What else? Um, did I say one at a time already? No, I don't think so. It's bad. They're all blurring together, but yeah, one at a time. I said sounds like a like a show on ABC about family or something. <laughs> One at a time. Are we cursing on this one, by the way? One at a time, starring Scott Bayo. What? Are we going to curse on this one? I think we can. I don't think we should rely on it. You know, we shouldn't just go crazy. But if something pisses us off, we could say, like, that's bullshit. (gasps) I did it. (laughs) You know what I mean? we'll, We'll be adults, but, like, not children where we're like, we get to curse. Let's curse it up. You don't want to just fucking shit force these damn god fuck words in? No, fuck that. (laughs) Out of what I just said, people are going to take most offense to God. We're going to get the explicit now on the iTunes. So the kids can't download it. Mm -mm. That's a shame because I want our audience to be kids. Yeah, especially when we talk about the topic puberty that I I wrote down. I want to be popular with the kids. We go do a live taping at some point. It's just filled with a bunch of screaming children. <laughs> That's just, I could just record that from my house. Is that, I guess there's fulfillment in that. If you fill a theater, but it's with kids, do you think people do children's shows? I know we're getting off topic. It's going to uh, be tough. Oh, okay. I just wonder. It's like, ah, I want to be an entertainer. So I'm going to get into the entertainment business. And you take a gig because it's, you want a gig and it's a kid's show, but then it becomes wildly successful so you can't really leave it because you're making money. Mm-hmm. You've got a steady job. And then you fill these theaters with tr- children. If it's not what you set out to do, some people may set out to do it. I just wonder what you think. I think that those people got started, like you said, kind of on accident. Because you have to be a really special type of person to it for it to be your passion to work with kids. And I feel like there's got to be a very small percentage of people who work with kids and entertain for kids 
that started it out because they just love kids, you know? I think... Like Mr. Rogers. He wanted to make something for children. Yeah, he wanted right. to change lives and right. help. But like the Wiggles, I don't think that they started out... Yeah, it's just people who got casted. It's like, yeah, I need a job. Yeah. Someone came up with that idea, and that was their right. their passion. And right. then, like, yeah, we need to fill this thing out. Or like those musicians that are just for kids. Like they had to have started out with like a... Uh, like a dark, weird, emotional couple of albums that they made CDs in their basement with their PC when they were when people were burning CDs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, or and, the guy who sings the songs about all the different trucks. You heard that one? No. Like the dump truck song here. Let me see if I can pull this up here. Did this run out? That's an ad. <sighs> but there's this guy, so he just sings songs about fire trucks and cranes, bulldozers. <laughs> This ad's still going on. I refuse to listen to Christmas music. Christmas. I refuse to listen to kids' music with my kids. (laughs) Don't try! Oh, I might be changing my policy. I'm listening to kids' music. Jared would like this. That was amazing. Truck, oh, dump it. Loading up some boulders, working with the loader, or maybe even a backhoe. So it's the same voice. It's the same voice. This guy has set out to. This should be its own topic. The people see we're off. It's going to be very difficult. I think we need to stay somewhat focused. But this is us just hashing out our show. Like the show. What if the show turned out to be a big hit with kids? I'm going to write down kids' music. All right. We, hey, this is what you have to look forward to if you listen to this show. A whole episode with this, this kid's music. Right. And we'll talk about the sad state of these people's lives. Well, I don't understand kid, kids bop. You know what kid, kids bop? Save right? it. All right. Saving it. Saving it. See, that's what you can look forward to. Find out about kids bop. Yeah. <laughs> Our thoughts on, on kids music. Would you like to hear some other topics? Well, I'm, I had a flow chart. Oh, a flowchart? Yeah, because I'm trying to just plan out how this show is going to work. See, that's good. Good job. Well, as we go along, that's what we're doing. We're hashing this out. So we still don't okay. have a title. Yes. We've set it, the dynamics between us. Yes. Uh, we're going, we're introducing what we're going to be doing. Yes. Which is supposedly one topic per show. It's going to be very difficult not to. It's going to be an exercise, and I'm sure we'll get better at it as we go. I just feel like there needs to be something different that we offer. Hey, here are two people who don't really know much about anything, but they admit it. They don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Now that's going to talk about things. <laughs> I don't know what the appeal in that is. And also, are we going to how we're going to deliver things? You know, Master of None. That's a that's a show with. Oh, it is. Yeah, what's his name? Mike Rowe. No, <laughs> that's Dirty Jobs. I've what's his? Uh, uh, people are going to say I'm racist because I can't remember his name. Oh, because he's a black person? No, he's not a black person. <laughs> he's different than you? Aziz Ansari. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. How, oh, why don't you remember that? <laughs> I don't remember anyone's name. It's, it's not because <laughs> of his ethnicity. He doesn't remember my name because I'm ethnic. Yeah, but if it was a white guy, you'd remember. That was my Aziz impression. He so, doesn't remember because I'm ethnic. So, yeah, that that's uh, not a bad name on him, but it's already been done. Well, okay. How about 
and I think we got to play coy when we deliver. Like if if we do have a topic and we mm-hmm. want to get interesting with it, this is a big thing in podcasting. Mm-hmm. The people who deliver it, they know what they're talking about. They've done their research, but they don't want to sound like they're know-it-alls. So they deliver things. For example, like a podcast, uh, if they wanted to tell you the history of the podcast. But I, th- I think here's – okay, here's the actual line. Podcasting, once an obscure method of spreading information, has become a recognized medium for distributing audio content. It would have been delivered. To say, I, th- I, th- I think the podcasting – it was obscure at one point, but it has really grown mainstream. There's this coyness to uh-huh. it that really annoys me with a lot of these podcasts. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what that's about. It's like I can't come out too strong or too uh, impactful because it may turn people off. Do you think that's why they're doing it? I thought it would be it's just a style. to sound like they're not reading. Yeah, sure. But then you're if, right if because then be... they're like ado- they're like co-opting it as their own idea, original ideas maybe. There's a passive voice to a lot of podcasts. Yes. Even though they really can't be passive because you're informing mm-hmm. in some way or entertaining, but there's a passivity that is introduced that's completely false. It's just fabricated, and I think this started with uh, that serial podcast. <laughs> We're gonna. I, it is. It's an yeah. NPR style public uh-huh. radio, and everyone's mimicking it. So I don't think we want to do that, right? No. Okay. So that's checked off the list. Okay. We're just going to be ourselves. I think maybe this is real conceited, but I feel like we, you're saying, who who are we? Why, why would, we don't know. We're not like experts on something wanting to speak about spe- the thing that we're experts about to discuss those things. We are the ones on our other podcast where, or our, on our other show where we we don't get to sort of spit out our opinions and ideas. So I thought that maybe people would want to hear them in an uninterrupted form. I don't know where my phone is. I was going to look up a note. I think uh, there was a note in there, something, true genius lies in knowing what a piece of shit you are. Well. So that's the only, <laughs> it's the only thing that I'm an expert on in knowing that I'm a piece of crap and I don't know anything. Yeah. So that's what you're going to get with this show. Okay. But you see how that leads to like, really, why should I be doing it then? Do people want you to pretend that you're better than them somehow? I don't feel like people will do that because we're not going to communicate that to people. Okay. I'm just, I'm having. And even if we do, we're going to say, we're going to be honest about who we are. Like I've always said this, like I have opinions and. Um, but what makes your opinions better than other people's it opinions? It doesn't. Why would people tune in to hear your opinions and it, not listen to their friend on the call on a phone call bitch about something? Well, that's a good point. But and I people do, like your impressions. Yes, okay. I think that. Um, Are we doing those? By the way, I mean I can't, but you we can. can. You can if do they, them. if they come up. I'll just do. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I think that people, plenty of people, also have strong opinions and ideas but when they get in front of a microphone they're like oh yeah i just thought that would be <laughs> you know we know how to speak into a microphone we know how to uh this is this sound that sounds horrible who doesn't know how to speak into a microphone you go up to it well surprisingly a lot of people who get in front of a microphone they like talk off of it or they it's forget just, to put it to their face or they, they can't form their opinions in such a way. They can't keep talking. They're like, oh, I don't know. It's just stupid. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? We we have experience speaking on the air. We have experience getting our point across. On our other show, sometimes 
that is very interrupted and halted and um, uh, squashed down by Eric when he has no interest in what you're saying because he's already perceived it as something that's not real. Like for you, he's always telling you like you're in New York. And so they've like infiltrated your brain instead of it having it being your original thought. I will admit that's annoying. Yeah. It's like, yes, I'm liberal. Yeah. But it's not because not just, you're in New York. No. And I'm, I mean, there's that surely could be an influence. Sure, I live yeah. around millions of people and I see people of all different socioeconomical uh, status and I have it in me that I would like to help other people. Right. But he, yeah, it tends to just be lumped into, you're just as bad as the most extreme. And I'd ever, I never have an opportunity to actually explain exactly. my liberal views. So I don't even know. People just make their own assumptions and, and think that, you know, I'm far, far, far left and insane. I was like, no, I'm rejected. Sadly, the, the way it's gotten is I'm rejected. <laughs> like, hey, I'm on your side. It's like, no, 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 not good enough. Right. You're not good enough for us, so that's okay. I'm okay. Like Eric can complain about Trump, but if you do, then it's this unoriginal, brainwashed Greg instead of just your own thoughts and opinions, Greg. So that's but, annoying. And but, so I thought that that would be a good. This would be a good way for us to be able to speak and think out loud and to say what we want to say without anyone interjecting that like oh well you're just a woman haha ha, jokes 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 oh well in new york you're squish 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 you down so i want to do that okay so really that's the only thing that makes it special <laughs> i don't think it's because and i guess people like us yeah that's true i am having a hard time yeah I, people I, love you greg well people either don't get you or they <laughs> what, what it's I, like one or the it's very extreme what i, I yes I don't. I, I what I see is like some people really dislike me. Yeah. But they'll come around. Sure. Some people stay hating me, and then some people like me. Yeah. There doesn't seem much seem to be much apathy mm-hmm. for a person who comes off as apathetic. <laughs> I guess I've already, you know, taken that mantle. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, he's already claimed apathy, so I've got to feel one way or another. It's not true. I feel a lot of things. You do. They're private. They're mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think our show would be really fun because. I, the way that your brain works tickles me. I think that there are things that you do that I think anybody else could do. And I would think, oh, that's weird. But when you do it, I, it cracks me up. I think it's funny. I think it's, you're this fun mix of strange and funny. And also I, you are very self-aware and honest about who you are. And just like with our sort of little first argument that, not really, not really an argument, but just... Uh, last night in the hotel room. Last night, our discussion about Separate hotel I, rooms, by the way, but <laughs> yes. I stopped by Adam's hotel room because I feel like I, I knew you were feeling yeah, left yeah. out and maybe disappointed in me, so I stopped by. Right, and so we hashed it out last night. But um, I felt safe to communicate how I was feeling with you and to tell you, you no, know, like, yeah, I'm a little annoyed and this is why. And you were honest enough to say, I wasn't meaning to uh, put out and make you feel like I wasn't interested. But also I am a little bit nervous about why we're doing it. You know, why are we important? All those things that you said already. So I felt like that was a great way to communicate. We were communicating 
perfectly. Like we were having this little thing where I was prickly about what was going on. And then you came to my room to sort of fix it, which was wonderful. And then we spoke honestly and not in that way that I don't mean to keep complaining about Eric. I love Eric. But the way that when we talk about this kind of thing, he's like, oh, you believe in all that, you know, mumbo jumbo. It's dismissive. It's dismissive. And so that's why we're doing this show is because we can talk about these things. Because Greg and I last night didn't sit down together like, Greg, I need to speak to you about how I feel about our interactions earlier. Yeah, you know? it's, it's not a difficult thing. You acknowledge the other person's feelings and right. you actually aren't dismissive. You acknowledge them and accept them and don't tell the person they're wrong for feeling that. <laughs> right. Even if it's irrational, like they're feeling it. It doesn't always tie to logic. Um, feelings can be irrational. Yes. So you acknowledge those and then you explain why. And it immediately why. puts out the fire. Acknowledging the emotion immediately to me no one wants dampens to be dismissed. the flame. Do you know what I mean? And when you do dismiss it, it throws fuel on that flame to make it like, but I feel it, you know, instead of like, yeah, you're right. I can feel something and and it not be this monster that takes over. It could just, we just laid it on the table. I was like, I feel like you didn't care blah, 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 because of this and that. And you were like, well, I do care, but maybe I was, you know, re- backing away because of my own insecurity. And then we talked about it and it was over. Now here we are. And I will tell you, I'm fine now. It's know, always lead. It's always leading up to these things where I I feel self doubt. Mm-hmm. Once I'm in the middle of it, it's like yeah, this is fine. Which, this which, one is a little weird because we don't have a topic, so we are a little bit like without a rope right now. We're just hashing out what the show's going to be. It's true. People want. I mean, we could just jump in and start, you know, talking about shoes. <laughs> We're going to talk about shoes today. Shoes. The left one. The right one. Which is your favorite? Collars. You ever We're, get we're waiting sh- for your call. You ever get those shoes with those extra long shoelaces? Weird. It's like, why? What why are, are they them? so long? You have to triple knot them just so they don't <laughs> flop around. You know what? I kind of like the flopping of it. It makes me feel like I'm really moving. That's for the shoe show. <laughs> shoe show. I'm sorry. I'll save it. Put it in the save notebook. It. Shoe show. <laughs> okay. Who the hell do we think we are? Is that ours? Is that our name? Who the hell do we think we are? No, that's just what I... It's, <laughs> it's still me thinking. There is, look, I, you do something like this mm-hmm. and you are in a way saying... I think I've got something to say, which isn't directly saying I think I'm better than you. And I'm not saying that everyone who does this thinks that. Surely people who do something like this do think they're better than other people. And that's the battle, but I'll get through it. So who the hell do we think we are? Could be a name of the show, but I don't. I think it's, it's too long. long. Yeah, it's too long. Well, um, acronym it. Is that acronym? Yeah. Yeah, but does it really spell anything? <laughs> who the who hell the... do we think we are? Wuth de wuth My favorite new podcast, Wuth de wuth That's wrong. Wuth de It doesn't work. There's a French guy's like, Wuth de wuth Like it's Wuth de He's getting off to it. Don't make it dirty. I'm not making it dirty. Because I'll go dirty. You can go dirty. I I like going dirty. I don't even get that dirty. So if you go dirty, it'll be a nice balance. That's why I do think our dynamic will work. We've known each other a very long time. Uh, How long have we known each other? Since 2001. 19 years? Yeah. Well, no. Did I do the wrong thing? 17? (laughs) No. I said yes first, and so obviously my math skills aren't up to par. 17 years? Yeah, just take the year. I don't know. I know. One. I did the other way. I'm 17. not good at maths. So it was, well, no, I started, I, whenever, it was 2001 at yeah. some point. Okay. I don't know when you started in. I think I might have been 2002 because. 
I don't think I was there the same year as 9-11. Because I was listening to 9-11 when I was going to my law firm job. And I was listening to the regular guys. And they were talking about it. I was like, what? All right. So 2002 for you. Okay. But still. 2001 for me, but for us knowing each other. Whatever. We've almost doubled our lives since we've known each other. Mm. We're getting to that point where it's like, I've actually known you longer. We're not quite there yet, but I've actually known you longer (gasps) in my life than I didn't know you before. Okay. So why were you telling telling us that? I was just saying that I think our dynamic, we've known each other, so that's a big thing to know know people, even though we've drifted apart at times and I wasn't invited to your wedding. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. I, it, it wasn't, I wasn't offended. I just I like bringing it's it fine. up because we weren't talking then, not for any negative reason. Mm-mm. It was just our live, life paths had taken us apart. Mm-hmm. And then I'm glad that it's come back together. Me too. Um, and then the differences in our personalities, you are more upbeat mm-hmm. and I am more nihilistic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're both able to talk openly with one another. And I think that the balance. Well, you've gotten a lot more introspective. Oh, it's always been there, but. It was never a part of it, such a big part of your personality as it is now. No, I, it, it was always there and I've always cared about people. But I, I realized it's like you start like showing people and telling people. Yeah. It was not off putting when you started doing that. It was more like, wow. All right. Greg's like doing it and i think if i were a different person i would think is he coming on to me what's he doing like why is he doing that because you would text me or you would tell me like i love you, <laughs> you yeah know? and uh but it wasn't just out of the blue like no. we'd have a conversation <laughs> yeah and then i would tell you but it, because i do if yeah. i just met you i wouldn't be saying this but no, this I is know. people i've known a long time as we've established and with you and and, and me uh, we have known each other a long time. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to express such things. I do think it's like, yeah, what if Travis saw the text and thought it was something weird? But it's not. Yeah. It's just like it's not romantic love. It's just it's love. Which Eric does not under. He likes to foster the idea that we have secretly been in love. You know, <laughs> like, why didn't you guys ever sleep together? Well, is that an expression of love? Maybe we have Ooh. always been in some kind of love that isn't a romantic love. Yeah. I've always enjoyed you. <laughs> I just always have. And it, I mean, I guess in the beginning, it was always like, well, maybe we would hook up or something. But then we never did. And I was, I never consciously thought about, oh, I'm glad we didn't. Because we've talked about it on the show where we've we've slept in the same bed. Like I've cuddled with you. I've slept in the same bed with you, which is weird. But it was never. Is I, I guess it's I never weird. was like, Will he make a move? I guess when yeah, you're, it was never like that, which was so great. I loved that. Yeah, I don't want to be a, a creep. Yeah, I don't. I think in that situation, in your early twenties, and you're drunk, and there's in the same bed, most people are like it's gonna they're yeah. gonna have sex. Mm-hmm. I think I always understood if like if I like someone, I knew I wasn't. Well, where would it go? Now I you could have sex. And this should be a different topic again mm-hmm. for a different show. But this look, the rules are just we're setting this whole thing up. Yes. So anyway, that age, I, mean, I guess I wasn't aware. And I'm not even saying that you would want a relationship. But in my mind, it'd be like, all right, we had sex. And either it's that, but we still see each other a lot. And then things are weird. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't, surely wasn't mature enough to be like, hey, see you the next day. It's like, we just had sex and it was just sex. That exists. Yeah. And I could probably do it now. Yeah. Not with you. No, I know. I'm, I'm just... <laughs> And just want to make that clear. Yeah. But not because I wouldn't want it. Whatever. Why not? Uh, yeah, Am I not pretty? <laughs> not that. <laughs> but I, it's like I feel like it would just ruin the relationship. Oh, yeah. 
It's like, where does it go? So either it's the one-time thing or a few-time thing, and then things get weird. Or it's like, oh, we really like each other. And it's like the relationship would have surely ended. I haven't had a relationship that's lasted at this point, so that one wouldn't have lasted. I wasn't in any place. Mm-hmm. I'm barely getting to a place where I think I could have a lifelong lasting relationship. Really? I'm that's getting nice. close. It's good. We'll see. Hopefully it won't just be defeat. Like, I'm just going to do this because I'm supposed to. I would never do that. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything. So the, the not having sex thing, isn't that strange? I don't know why these preconceived notions. I know, but you're right. I mean, in your early 20s, two drunk people in a bed, where does that lead? It's not even as fun to me. It's more fun to listen to Elton John, Philadelphia Freedom, and change yes. the lyrics like we did, <laughs> drunk, and just be like, hey, this is nice to be you know, hanging out with this person in this non-sexually threatening mm-hmm. way. Yeah. It takes the... Uh, it takes anything that uh, that would make anything uncomfortable. It takes the cheap thrill out yeah. of it. We we got we invested in not having sex. Yeah, now it's a thing. And it wasn't even like a tough investment. We just never. We just <laughs> never. We just like. Oh. It's not that hard. I don't know why. I I, I well, wouldn't be able to do it. I think because you are a different type of dude. You know. I don't know. Avoiding <clears throat> intimacy, but yes. Well, okay, so. There was a time when you were in Atlanta for a long time helping Eric with the movie and you got into a relationship and that progressed pretty quickly, I feel like. Yeah, I was taken with that. Right. So what drove you sexually then to like step on the gas and make this thing happen? Did she did she step on the gas like the sex gas (laughs) to make it? Yeah, but it's it it just kind of synced up. Uh, I think it was a couple of things. I was. uh, at that point, questioning my existence, especially in New York, mm. because I was freelancing and my savings was dwindling. I was like, what am I going to do? And then it, and Eric offered the opportunity to come down and work on his documentary and help start the podcast in the basement. And, uh, you know, he had money. And then so I was in Atlanta for an extended time. And I was like, maybe, I don't know, maybe I should come back, even though I didn't want to. I have nothing against Atlanta. I just still love New York. I still sit on the side of the plane I think Manhattan's going to be on. When we fly up, really? there's two flight paths into LaGuardia. Mm-hmm. One goes over Brooklyn and Queens. The other goes up the Hudson River. Usually it's over Brooklyn and Queens. And so I sit on the left side of the plane so I can see Manhattan. And if we take the other flight path, then I get really angry because they have to look at New Jersey. You can't see the city. <laughs> but I, I, just to say, I still really like living in New York. But mm-hmm. So I was questioning things and my existence and what was next. And then I came down here and I met someone. Who we, like just, we really hit it off. There was a, a chemistry between us that... So it takes to... a special chemistry for you. It doesn't need to, to be. feel sexual because I feel like there's a lot of stories where you don't want sex with someone, like you're not interested in the sex with someone, and then eventually it gets there. Yeah, and this can be a different topic too. Well, but this is about but, specifically you. Sure, but I know, but for a different time. I know. You're but right. to answer, uh, no, it doesn't always need to be like that. There's many different ways to get into a relationship. Yeah. That one just happened to be one that was like a very bright burning mm-hmm. sun that ended in a supernova. That's what Travis thought when he and I met and got together. He kept saying like, Autumn, we're burning too hot. And we're just going <laughs> to explode instead yep. of a, a long, slow burn like our main sequence star sun. Yes. yes. Which with a relationship is probably what you want. Luckily, Travis and I did not supernova out. Yeah. We were just talking about it last night. I was saying, I just really love him. I really, and not just love him, but like, I really like him still. And, I feel like our two kids and, you know, being together, I think we've been 
together for seven or eight years, married for five. Um, and I guess that can lead to a lot of apathy and not just being like, oh, we got to get a lot of stuff done. We're just like roommates. Not that typical like married couple roommate thing, but just someone where I'm dealing with. Especially with in kids. In my house, in our house. Yeah. Because there's just so much work to be done. There's so much logistics to discuss with this person that they end up just being like a business partner in some ways, you know? And I am just so lucky and grateful that I like him. And little things that have surprised me about who I am. Now, we've talked a little bit about you. This is somebody who I am typically in my life so far. I've always had these like long-term boyfriends and near what I didn't know was maybe the end of relationships. I would start hanging out. Well, So I have a lot of male friends. I have really close girlfriends, um, but my main mainly I make friends with guys. Um, I think because women sometimes don't get my jokes, you know, or I want to talk about like I want to say something that's gross or dirty. And women are so typically sometimes can be very shocked by that. And then I feel like, am I being too much or like they're not going to like me because I'm gross or something? Anyway, so men and, and also men will tell you how they like if they're pissed, they're pissed instantly and will tell you and then you can hash it out and then it's done which I really enjoy. I like switching right when we're done. Like, okay, we've, we've talked about it. You know, we were mad a second ago. Now we've worked it out and it's over. I like that. I feel like men are typically more like that. Not all of them. No, of course not. Not all of them. What if you experienced a dude who, oh, I mean, I guess Travis Ooh, is unless, like that. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I guess Travis is like that because, you know, it's <laughs> what you like. Well, not wrong. Well, here you go. This is good though because now you're accepting <laughs> of the way he needs to process things. No, I no. Oh, <laughs> make okay. him tell me. That's not you. Sometimes you got to give him space. I know he doesn't want to tug it. But he, you what? know he will at some point. No, he won't. Oh, he'll just avoid it. Yeah. Okay. Because his parents, like, and his family, they don't communicate in little ways and in huge ways. Like they don't communicate. Like you said that you were gonna leave the house by six no i didn't say that where are you you know it's like little little weird in communicating not communicating and then big things where it's like you know grandma doesn't want a dog oh well now we have two dogs it's like you know what i mean these weird ways that they don't sit down and tell each other does it always lead to booze it's like i'm feeling these things give me a drink no it's not no it's not too bad i'm just tying that's just always there it's not like (laughs) um Anyway, what does I say? I was saying I'm always friends with guys. Uh, what were we talking? What was the beginning of that? I don't know. I was listening to you. You're a woman. Was- <laughs> <laughs> See, that's funny. I delivered it in such a way that's a callback. Now it's actually funny. I made that joke funny again because it was like um, it was meta. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what was I saying? I was saying them. I'm more friends with guys. Oh, okay. Typically in my relationships, I was I would I would be in these long-term relationships. I'm with them for a long time. And then near the end of them, I would start talking to and I would make a new male friend, or I would be seeing older like old friends who were men, like you or Lucky, my friend Lucky. And it's I Lucky would, Yates, he's famous. Lucky Yates, my famous before, friend. Lucky I knew him Yates. before he was famous. I did. I knew him before he was famous. I've known him for since Thousand probably. That's eighteen years because I can do the math. 
because it's 2018. How'd you know him before? Because I met him before 9-11 at that pregnant bikini pageant where I met him when we went to see the regular guys Uh, perform. I was probably there. Yeah? Oh, cross paths. Anyway, I would start being with that person and I would feel like flirty with them and like maybe something might happen. My charm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't cheat. I don't. I never cheated. You just wanted to know that you could if you wanted. Yeah, you like had that I would get someone in, in the pocket in the bullpen, right? And warm up those pants. Warm them up. Yeah. Steam them up. And if this ends, I can jump right to this other one who is longing for me. That's right. Yeah. Or cheating. at least to know that I have an option on my way out, which is something women do anyway. They make like a work husband, and then that work husband turns into like secret sex anyway what i'm grateful for is that so the last i think like the bunch is some months ago i came to atlanta and lucky and i spent almost like the whole day together and i was at his place and we were talking for a long time and then we went to dinner which was just like a quick little dinner thing and then we came i came back to his house and we talked some more and i was thinking man if this was 10 years ago or you know 15 years ago I would have like wanted him to make a move or I would have been a little bit more flirty or just having this like sexual connection feeling not an actual thing but and even with you I feel like we would get like a little closer in some way but like a little more or any way that like I if I hold your arm I would feel like a little bit like (laughs) I would take that as an invitation to sex. Oh, good. <laughs> She's holding my arm. That means. Right. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. If you weren't married. But I'm, I'm saying, let me finish. So I'm saying that now I don't feel that. And that's not happening. That's not, it's not occurring when, when I'm with these people. Because you're in a relationship that you care about. Exactly. And it's not even like I care. I, oh, I really care about this, so I can't mess it up. It's more like, oh, it's just not happening. I am able to be friends with the opposite sex and not feel sexual. And be so grateful that that's not there for me to have to deal with. But that's why I was going to ask you. So if you weren't married and you were still single at this age, do yeah. you think that feeling would still be there in such situations? Um, I think it would be there with you and I. But I probably would like push it a little bit more just because I could. And it would be kind of fun. But I wouldn't want to have sex <laughs> because it would mess up a lot for us. And I don't think it would be like very hard. It would just be like how we were in the very beginning where it's like, yeah, we could cuddle or something. But and we weren't like sexy cuddling. We were just near each other touching. No, like I said, human yeah. contact can be nice sometimes. Human when I contact. And right? I sit next to someone I don't know on the train. <laughs> right. And just touch shoulders like this is kind of nice. Just friends. Women do this, too. Like it's it's like we have a female female relationship why does it have to be that because with two women together there's no threat of sex and when you're with a man it's always like maybe he wants sex <laughs> yeah but i hate that that that, that dynamic right of that's what it should be it's a man and a woman the guy should want to have sex yeah. what is who set that rule i feel like you're the exception to the rule what well, shouldn't be a rule there should just be healthy normal relationships with people but men are driven by different like they can't help it it's it's your biological drive i will tell you that uh i i I get it with sex but you know because i've liked pills Mm. it's it's an it hits in the same pleasure uh response in your brain and Mm. it's like it's much better it's like i can take a pill there's no work 
and uh, you know I'm gonna feel good. And then it's like sex. Sex is ridiculous. It's too much work for like five seconds to pay off. So I can take this thing and feel good for an extended period. I think that ruined my uh, view on it too. Really? Yeah, I mean, not forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not using at this mm-hmm. point. Good, good. <laughs> but day by day. Uh, but it's uh, yeah, it's like eh, it's lazy. So it it put that feeling in context a little bit. Like, yeah. oh, this feeling can be other things. It doesn't have well, to Well, I mean, again, it's not as simple as that. It's also like I had an avoidance with very close relationships. Um, I have close relationships with friends, but it's less work because you only see them here and there. And, you know, when you're with someone romantically, it's a relationship that requires more work and mm-hmm. more closeness. So there was already that avoidance. And then it's like, and you could say, at that point, but I like the feeling of sex, so uh, I'm going to do that. And then it's like, I don't even need to do that anymore. And it plays into this thing that I already, this avoidance, and I can just sit over here and you know, take a pill. But anyway, that can be another topic, too. This, <laughs> see, <laughs> this is, it's going to be difficult. We're going to do it. Well, any of these topics that we brought up, there's a lot of things to explore in them. Mm-hmm. So they will fill shows. Yes. This is just us setting things up and giving you a taste. Of who we are. Yeah. Why we're doing it. How, when, and where. Did we hit them all? There was who, what. Uh We did who. We did what. Mm -hmm. Where. Uh, When and where, people don't really care. (laughs) I mean, we'll do it. uh, Well, we live in different cities. All right. And uh, when, I know we'll figure that out. Who, what, when, where, why. I think we kind of talked about why. We talked about why. And how. We haven't talked about how. So Autumn brought a little mixing board. And it's a USB mixing board, and that takes an XLR microphone. <laughs> <laughs> There's some guy out there who's really nah, into this. this. Is like, I, yeah, this is what I've been waiting for. What kind of board is it? I can take the female end of the XLR and put it into, I mean, the male end of the XLR. This is <laughs> the, these are the terms. Okay. I'm taking the male end of the XLR, and I'm going to put it in the female end in the board. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. All right. So we've covered everything, <laughs> yeah. except for we still have to figure out a name. Yep, and, and we don't music. have a name. We don't have to figure out the name now. And then we don't even use music. We should have a little something in the beginning. And it probably, we probably have to like make it at some point. Because I don't think that we can use. Other people's music. Yeah. I don't think we can use other people's music for the beginning. Well, we could just use this. He'll do all the labor. And now we're ready to load, load, load. So You know what I think about when I hear that is him like giving his all in that recording booth, like load the excavator when he got the dude. You have to, yeah. <laughs> you have to load, load, load it up. Like if, if you're gonna do something, no matter how yeah, ridiculous really it is, it. you got to commit to it. Yeah. So, all right. So I, I think that wraps up a good That's first show. Our show is that when you do something, you really got to commit to it. Uh, is that the title? Commit to it. When you do <laughs> something, you really have to commit to it. That one would be Y Disarichi. No. This one's hard. This is W Y D S R I can't even it's W Y D S Y R H T C T I. I these letters that should never be paired together. Y Dirichi. Yeah, there we go. That's the name of the show. Okay. So how do you feel? I feel good. I feel like this first one was a little all over the place, um, which I think is how we're going to start. 
<clears throat> just because we've never done a show together. We've never done a show. Well, you've done lots of shows alone on 99X. Yeah, those were, that was like talk for a minute at a time. Right. So we've never done this. So it's going to be weird at first. And then it will we'll find its little groove, I think. I feel confident about that. Yeah, the dynamic will come together more. I'm not mm-hmm. worried about that. I'm not really worried about anything. Yeah. I just still think people out there are thinking, who's this? They might. Screw this person. Yeah. But anyway, I'll get over that. All right. Okay, so there's the first episode of the yet-to-be-titled. Oh, you're supposed to take us out. That was the first episode of the yet-to-be-titled show that we're doing, the podcast that we've started. And um, do you think we should have like a catchphrase at the end? No. We're all going to die. I, I don't want a catchphrase. Death is inevitable. <laughs> no, time isn't real. <laughs> time is a construct. Death is inevitable. I'm fading you See out. See you next week. <laughs>